Yo, what's happening? It's Vince McMahon. This is Chad G. Slim Villain. Together, we form the three-man group known as the Fabulous Three Bros. And this is... Subject to change. It's the show where we bring you all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else in between the ropes of professional wrestling. So stay tuned, and let's get it popping off. And if they're smart, they'll listen. Yeah, I'd say, like, what if they had Adam Cole sign, like, pen to paper a new contract right before they release everybody so he can't back out? <laughs> like, like <laughs> they probably just backed out, and then they're like, it's, it's like, oh, is this deal done? Okay, uh, release everybody. <laughs> like, we like, like talked about. No. I think he's going to pop up randomly on SmackDown. I think he's not re-signing. You think so? Because I feel like... If he was, why wouldn't he just do it already? His contract is already up. He's agreed to fulfill the rest of his storyline obligations. He's going to hear from, uh, like, Tony Khan, at least. I think he's going to hear an offer from him. Like, he'd be smart. He'd be smart. Like, he'd be way smart to just, like, hear both offers and, like, play them against each other to get, Mm -hmm. like, as much money as possible. I honestly wonder where his head is at at this point in his career because, obviously – He's been on NXT since what 2017, and since then he's been a top star. Yeah, that was never that was never in question. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's been pretty well in NXT. Yeah, we but, we honestly expected him to move up though, and um, honestly, if you would ask me, I can't foresee a future where he moves up to the main roster as much as I can see it him going to AEW. Would you agree? Or yeah, I agree. No. I don't, I don't really agree with that. I feel like the window for WWE is probably not going to be as long. I feel like the window for AEW is probably always going to be open for him. Mm-hmm. But he has so much connections in that company, so he'll be fine. But I feel like if he leaves WWE now, it's probably going to always been like a what if. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, like like you said, like if he, he's probably going to come with a big star in AEW. And then he can probably walk through. WWE like walk through and like have like more cachet too with uh like main roster like if he if he's like a big star AEW and then like leaves and comes you back said if he like yeah if he decides to come back yeah mm-hmm. I can see that too I'm not hey, saying that like he's I'm very I, young I, too isn't he he's yeah. only like 29 or yeah, 30 I can see that. I can see yeah. that too. I don't I'm not saying AEW is the best decision for him but I just think that's what I see like most likely happening you know what I mean just if, if I imagine like where Adam Cole is at his, his headspace, he looks across the lake. He sees all his like best friends, his best buddies like over there. I mean, his, his girlfriend's over there as a world as women's champ. So the, you, you can't deny that that's probably at least somewhat tempting for him to go over there and see what it's like. And like you said, Chad, maybe come back later, later down the line and have a little bit more uh, stats on his resume. Like AJ Styles, like, He's yeah. a guy that like built up himself up like so much like outside the league when he came in that like then was immediately had to make a main event. Like he had a few with Jericho, but then mm-hmm. like, after that he was treating with like Cena, he did like huge reigns and like W championship matches, and he had that few with Cena. Yeah, like, he like came in like he's already yeah. made like at yeah. the level. So and we're gonna talk later about building stars because we got to talk about John Cena's comment 
oh, you all saw it, like talking about WWE building up main, like main talent and you know what I mean? And how they're being detrimental basically to their future by always relying on nostalgia pops. SummerSlam. <laughs> Which is ironic because I mean, he, he's title, literally an example matches. of it. Yeah, he's an example of it right now. But um, hey, without further ado, you already get started on the show? Yes, yes, sir. All right. Well, look, man. Welcome, guys. It's episode number 23, Jordan episode of Subject to Change. With your boys, the fabulous three bros here. I am Vince McMahon's with the pro wrestling journalist, Chad G. What's good, Chad? What's good, people? How's it going? And as always, we got the slim villain, slim sensei, Dylan Miller. What's good? Eric. What's happening, y'all? Um, A lot, lot to talk about. I mean, eh, as far as wrestling goes this week, I'm going to keep it a buck. I wasn't really... 100% tuned in. I think I checked out. I checked out. I mean, I watched everything except Raw. NXT was cool. AW. I don't really remember much. SmackDown was hot. But only, only like saw sauce. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm that yeah, I'm on that boat too. Like I only really watched in depth SmackDown. But um I mean, I don't I really don't know where to begin. Um new new segment alert possibly for this show. Um, we're gonna try to do things a little bit different here and try to uh, implement a few changes because you know subjects are changing <laughs> as we keep this ball rolling. But um, I want us to uh sort of have something where we highlight the best, the absolute best, and the absolute worst of what we get in wrestling because sometimes we so all over the place, we need to just get down to the point what was good, what was ass, and if we want to start out, I mean. I guess we could say the low blow of the week was the news we got yesterday of all these recent talent releases, primarily coming from NXT. I mean, if we just want to run down some of these lists, we got Bronson Reed, my guy Leon Ruff, Jake Atlas, Tyler Russ, Bobby Fish. I mean, the list goes on. Mercedes Martinez. Um, Out of this whole list, who are y'all most uh, upset to see go? Uh, I think somebody like Bronson Reed, like mm-hmm. he definitely like seemed like he was on like the the upward track. He's he's North American champion like what like less than a month ago. Yeah, it seemed like event, it seemed like three weeks ago he was. Made evented like two weeks. Two <laughs> he he ago. made evented. I feel like he's made evented like half like the NXTs of past life. I swear he just had a main two, event match with Adam Cole two, like two weeks ago. He did. So like it's crazy, and he's he's one of the people getting like dark matches too in SmackDown. So you're like, oh. He's, he's probably going to SmackDown now that his North American title runs over. But guess that wasn't the case. And I thought he was one of the guys trying out, like, with Cross for the main roster. Like, you know what I mean? When they were doing yeah. those tryouts, I thought like he was all, one of the people there. And another person I, I've said about, too, like, like all, mostly just for him, like, how much he wanted to be there was, was Leon Ruff. Like, you saw that post he had with Triple H, like, I think, like, less than, like, a week ago. Mm-hmm. Where he was just, like, saying, like, how grateful he is to, like, be in like NXT, like WWE and stuff, and then gets released like a week later. Like that's so like, oh man, that's sucks. And so yeah. like, being rough too, like he's very, he's good. He's young, he's good. North American, rough, like North 20, American 24 champion. or something. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of the guys you're like, why would you release him? Like this is what NXT is for. Like guys like him. Yeah. To like that's... build up the experience and, that's and, what i really don't get like if this is really coming down to budget cuts why are y'all picking up like 
the like smallest like pick. I mean, they are going after everybody. Obviously, we saw Bray is going to everybody. Nobody's safe, really. But it's like, why are you picking off the people that you still building up? Like not even people that have any equity yet. You know, it's, it's somebody like, too that like there's no way he's making like that much money. He's probably on like a like like a basic like NXT contract too. Yeah. So it's not even like he's like draining like your, your pocketbook like that much. So mm-hmm. it just makes it doesn't makes a little sense that you release somebody like him. They're just releasing whoever. Yeah. And like what what do y'all think is the goal behind this? Because we get the budget cut reason behind everything, you know. And I don't know if y'all saw like the comments made by MVP on Twitter. But he was kind of just saying he kind of has people talking because he was saying, like, it's funny, like watching Internet fans try to come up with their theories about what's going on behind the scenes. And he was saying, like, when I know what actually happened. And this led a lot of people to think, like, oh, Bray wasn't really cut because of budget reasons and stuff. But I don't know. I, I mean, it's like kind of like a cop. I, I yeah, I feel like, like I don't know if that's really the reason. But go ahead. I don't think it's really the reason either. I think that's just like the safe face reason. Yeah. I think but what they I say. Think publicly. Too, we've had like. I think I think to like I think it came out that like Bray and Vince had like kind of like a contentious relationship too. Really? Like they, yeah, they had like they're like hot and cold with each other. So that might be like uh, another reason why like Vince was like more like inclined to like release somebody like him. Vince was not a fan of the puppet. He was not on the five. I don't, know, I don't even know if he was like not a fan. Like maybe they had like they probably did have like creative differences because you saw like how much like. Like a lot of like his ideas got like cut off at the knees mm-hmm. with Bray Wyatt, so that's that probably like contributed to like the relationship like being contentious over like stuff like that. So who knows what what happened in that yeah. scenario? Mm. Well, Vince did say last week that he need to give they need to give their talent away more, so he followed through. Oh with that. man, that's such and a callous nice. thing to say, and especially. <laughs> With the week that followed, like... Exactly. I'm just saying, like, looking back now, it's kind of funny. Like, literally last week, he was like, I don't know what, like, AEW's doing about talent. Maybe we could give them some more. And then now, here they go again, like, just fueling the industry outside of the WWE with so much talent. I don't want everybody to instantly book AEW because it's, like, three different promotions people could go to. Like, we got ROH Impact. We got MLW. There's plenty of places for these guys, you know? And, two, like, the AEW is, like, crowded right now. Like they are crowded. Super like, crowded. Only like the top top guys they should be signing. Like it's- somebody like like uh, like Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. I get it. sign him top guy. CM mm-hmm. Punk sign him top guy. Adam Cole becomes available. He sign him. He's a top guy. Malachi he done question mark. Malachi Andrade. If, if a Keith Lee becomes available, I say you sign him too. He, he could be a top guy as well. Mm-hmm. But like some other like. Like mid card people, like you know, Bobby Fish, like like no, nah, I don't think you should sign him. Like mm-hmm. only the guys I think that you could put like at the top of your card, like you would sign, you should sign them. You said Pete Dunn, Dylan. I could see him being somebody they fuck up later in like a month. He'd be going. Yeah. I hate to I, say it, but I I don't want to see Pete Dunn leave. I feel like there's so much we haven't seen from Pete Dunn yet, but it's also mm-hmm. like damn. But that's the case for a lot of these niggas. Like, yo, Bronson Reed, like Bronson Reed and Leo Leon Ruff was really like my top two out of this list. Cause Leon, for one, like we was talking about all the potential he had, like people behind the scenes talking about how much they wanted to work with him. Mm-hmm. And just like somebody like me and like us, seeing somebody literally our age, young black man, similar build as me too. Like he probably maybe an inch taller than me, weighed maybe like 30 pounds, 20, 30 pounds more than me. But when I saw Leon Ruff, I'm like, yo, that's me. Like, that could be me in the ring, get my ass beat. Like, 
or whatever the fuck he was doing. Yeah, but, but yeah, man, like it, it's it's terrible. But I mean, these guys, they're talented individuals. Hopefully, they their careers will be um expanded upon later. But um, I wanted well, to circle back to kind of what we was talking about a little bit. I lost my train of thought. But go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, to add to like going to other places as AW. I think somebody like Chris Bay. Like, he's a perfect example of, like, being smart with, like, and strategic with where he went. Because he went mm-hmm. to Impact. But he probably could have gone to AEW, like, or, or WWE or NXT. Like, he had, like, he had interest from, like, all of them. But he went to Impact. And now he's building up his name, like, on his own. Now he yeah. just joined the Bullet Club. So stuff. now he's going to be and running circuit in New Japan. Yeah, he's, his he's, around. New Japan. he's going mm-hmm. to New Japan. Like, he he's making a big name for himself. So now he can probably get a big money contract, a big money contract with NXT or WWE mm-hmm. or AEW in the future if he wants to. So, and he, and he will probably be treated differently, too. He probably won't be as expendable, like, exactly. to, to them. So I yeah. think, like, that's a smart route to go for a lot of guys. If, like, they go to, like, an ROH or Impact or LOW, and, mm-hmm. like, make a name for yourself where it's less crowded. And you can yeah. probably rise up more. And that's the main point I'm trying to get at. Like, I don't want all these guys to go to AW because they're about to run into the same exact problem that the WWE is in right now. They was overloaded with talent. We see now we're getting all these cuts. I feel like AW in a year or maybe even sooner than that, they're going to have to come around with some of these cuts. And a lot of these fans going to be upset to hear about their favorite company having to release these people because they got a lot of shit to say about WWE. They, no, but I, see, I, think they have way AW. I got something to say about that because I've seen a lot of people say that. But yeah. like, I think, it's, I think it is slightly different because like, I think a lot of people in AEW are on like basic contracts, or they're not even like signed really. They're like per like per appearance. Yeah, right. I'd be confused uh, as to who's. So actually I signed. think, so I think too. Like some guys just will, just will. I don't think you see like them be released. Like mm-hmm. they just won't show up. Like their contracts, their contract structure is a lot different because like yeah, they do maybe having like part time contracts. Some people can pop up here and there. And also, wow. they they allow people to work independence too, like which study does does not allow you to do to mm-hmm. to supplement your income. Like they're they're truly like independent contractors. Yeah. In, in that sense, so I think it's a little bit different that the WWE in like in like their releases, but I yeah. but I think that will be like because because with I think like a lot of guys like silent like when AEW started like a few years ago like two or three year contracts so. So those have to be coming up soon. So I think some people just won't have their contracts renewed mm-hmm. more so than like outright like mass releases of people under contract. Right. I think what'll be interesting to see is if when these contracts are up, if they had the option to go to like try something out in NXT or stay in AEW, like what would they choose? Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we'll, we'll find that out um, as it comes up. But we, we talked about it a little bit, like with Adam Cole. Did y'all did y'all get all your thoughts out on that? But did y'all want to dive into that a little bit deeper? What, like where he should go? I think yeah, I think- like projection, projecting his career, future, his path that he could take. Because at this point, it's, it's up in the I air. I feel like his future is bright wherever he goes. I feel like yeah. it's a, it's probably going to be more of a struggle on the main roster. But I think when you have the talent to back it up, it's gonna rise eventually if you just like everything's not going to pop off like right away mm-hmm. i just i just don't want to see adam cole fall victim to like the typical nxt the cal w books typical NXT exactly. people, where it's just yeah. like their feudy was like they might come in hot and like beat like a red or something but then like quickly they're just like in like a never-ending feud with sheamus for like six months that's how that's exactly how I feel. Like, I see what you're saying, Dylan. Like, no matter where Adam Cole goes, his talent's going to speak for itself. But 
at the same time, I don't have any faith in the WWE to do right by Adam Cole right now. Like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, NXT NXT has been fine, but it's. I feel like when it goes up the main roster, Vince is going to see him. It's not going to translate, and he's going to be lost in the shuffle. That's all I can see. So what are, what are the times that, like, I knew that, like, okay, this NXT thing it might not work out, but, like, that does not really synergy was when American Alpha, but like, didn't work out really on mm-hmm. uh on the main roster. I was like, yo, American Alpha, like they could be like a, a centerpiece of like your tag division for years. And then they kind of broke them up like pretty quickly, like after like yeah. They they threw, it to most of the tag teams. Is that and when they, they threw Jason Jordan with Seth? Or was that a little bit after? I think that was when he went with Kurt, right? Like when oh yeah, yeah okay. that's Seth. how they broke up. Yeah, that's how that broke up. Yeah. And then and it then, gave him a little solo run. Yeah, and he got like drafted to different brands. Oh yeah, yep. I think I think I think that would have gave went to SmackDown maybe. And then and then like Gable's just been like in like a bunch of random tag teams for like the past like forever. <laughs> I like Alpha Academy. Team. I do like that. Now, I think he finally found something, but like mm. I don't know how much they're gonna push like Alpha Academy, like as like a major threat. They eventually just gonna take Otis away from him and. They're gonna have, yeah, that's what I feel. They're gonna have him like turn on him. They never push things to like, to, well, what's the word? No, nothing ever really matters in the end. There's no really big payoff. So even if they did take Otis away from him, I feel like they wouldn't do it in a way where he could benefit from it. Mm-hmm. You probably just squash him in like five minutes. And then, like, even though those two could probably have a really good match. Yeah. It's crazy that Tucker like cost Otis the money in the bank briefcase and we never got a payoff to that. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it literally, they literally that. broke them up as a team and then just released Tucker like two weeks later. Oh, my <laughs> and God. not pay off their storyline at all. That's crazy because we're talking about like how they do that. Like, like Tyler Rush from Diamond Mine got released. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, yeah, we didn't even talk, talk about, about him. So, so, like, how, how, like, storylines being like left by the because of this. But, like, they do that on the main roster, too. It's not just mm. NXT that happens, too. They do that to main roster stories as well, where they just release people in the middle of storylines. Whoops, I hit my mic. Crazy. Speaking of Tyler Rust, though, um, yeah, like, I, I was surprised because, like, the Diamond Mine thing. But, I, honestly, ever since they appeared, he hasn't really – he just kind of just been standing there. I mean, truthfully, the other dude been standing there, too. It's really just been, like, Roddy and Malcolm Bivens talking. But – I feel like that I, hasn't I really know. gone It's just confusing. Though. That hasn't really, like, that hasn't really rolled anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah it like, was it? What, did he attack Kushida? Like, what's what's going on with that? Like, where's Kushida? That's been? where they should have went with it, but they decided to go with Bobby Fish, another guy that they just released. So, I don't know. I mean, shout out to Bobby. I mean, I guess that was a cool last match. He get to have it with Roddy, his like former tag partner. But so it's like now is Diamond Mine even a thing? Because now it's just Roderick Strong and, and what's the other dude name? What's that uh, nigga name? Man, I don't even know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not I sure. Know. I don't but they know. haven't they haven't done much with him at all, so it's kind of just Roderick Strong. Exactly. And Malcolm Bivens. They did. Uh, they didn't need a faction for that. They could have just had Malcolm Bivens manage. Roger yeah, Roddy Strong. They could have done that. <laughs> but but and they spent so much, so many weeks to build up Diamond. It was like a month of build before they even like debuted. Like for, like the no, I had to have been longer than that because they were, they kept showing that that nut ass fucking. Oh yeah. Package. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what is that? <laughs> At first, I didn't even know it was for NXT. I thought it was like just fucking some gym, some random ass gym. Mm-hmm. Actually, the both of the long running like packages they ran like didn't really mean anything. Because think about Tegan Knox, like they had her like loading for like 
weeks and weeks. And then she immediately she came out. Down. Yeah, like, yo. <laughs> yo, the shit we be saying on the show is so true. Like, NXT really does not translate. It's it's almost a fucking dream. Like, it's, it's a, a dream world. It's a dream-ass world. It's like, does this exist or not? Is it somebody's basement? Nobody knows what's going on. It's like a it's super a, dream. It's in a dark basement, too. <laughs> yeah. A dark is it get out of CWC because that I think that that they do it's to my like to be like not enjoying the show as much like how dark and dingy like that building is. Mm-hmm. It just looks not. It just doesn't look appealing, and it goes back like back to when they were competing with Dynamite on Wednesdays. Like I would honestly be like subconsciously choosing Dynamite over just because it looked like a more important show. Like, yeah, because NXT like, just looks like it's in somebody's crowd. gym. Yeah, it, it's just. I don't know. Like they need to get out. Like if they just go like on like Florida like loop shows, they gotta get out of the CWC. Go on a Florida tour, damn it! You can go to Jacksonville, Tampa. Who who cares? Oh man, Triple H. I can't. I don't. I don't even know what Triple H is thinking right now. I don't know what Triple H is like. Is my job safe? (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Terrorizing is now all elite. (laughs) (laughs) But um uh yeah i mean that 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 was our low blow of the week though like all these releases it just has us questioning you know what what direction are we moving in as a company like i'm as the weeks go by bro i'm losing more and more faith in this company like in wwe i just don't know where the direction is going where it's heading they have a few bright spots obviously like it becomes becomes harder and harder to just like i don't know just support them right Yeah. yeah It it's does. like damn they're really insulting my intelligence so this mm-hmm. is like the progression it's like uh, uh like the doctor like oh like maybe like maybe the show will be good next week and then mm-hmm. you're like oh maybe the storyline will be good and then you're like oh well i like the wrestlers that are, that are in the company yeah like, you just, and then like, now it's like slowly like lose mm-hmm. faith in them like week to week I mean, it's at a point now where if they were to introduce a new character to me, I'm starting to question, am I even going to be like seeing this person in six months? Is this going to be somebody that you just drop off in a year? Like, why should I want to invest my time into these people when obviously I don't even know if they're going to stick around? I don't even know if you're going to put the time and effort into making them meaningful. And like Keith Lee, like Keith Lee was so hot coming out of like, Survivor Series in the Royal Rumble, and then he, he becomes double champion in, in NXT, and now he just feels like another guy. Mm-hmm. Like he just feels he, like another guy. Probably gonna be released in the next wave. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like with Brock Lesnar, when he saw him at the Royal, we're like, oh shit! He's like Brock Lesnar like sold that like perfectly. He's like, oh big boy. When he saw Keith Lee, like he just felt he just felt like a big star, and now. Mm-hmm. They just have have done like nothing with him really. That moment was so mage. Like at that Royal Rumble when Keith came out, I love that Rumble match. That's a great match. But um, uh, do y'all want to move along to our high spot of the week? I don't know if it's gonna be a unanimous answer. Sure. How about do y'all want to do y'all want to just like go go down the line and we can all name our favorite moments? Or yeah, we can do that. All right. So I'm I'm gonna start just um just to go off. I think. My high spot of the week was that Edge Seth Rollins promo um, oh, that yeah, we got that yesterday. Was, that was that, that was, was that was some great, was great, great, great building for a storyline. Like I love how they're tying the strings together. The, the comparisons, obviously, that we have subconsciously made in our minds that Seth is like the new Edge, or what the Edge Edge Light is what he phrased it. He said, "You Edge Light," you know, 
Seth is still maniacal, snapping. I love how, like, in the promo, you can see, like, how frustrated he's making Edge, and then Seth is just, like, on the other end, just, like, laughing at him. <laughs> I like that he's playing the mind games to the person who's supposed to be the master manipulator, you know? So I like that they playing into that. And then, but also showing that Edge still has that into in him where he can, you know, tick, mm-hmm. tick Seth off too. I just, I was just totally infatuated with this promo. I thought it was like some great work by both of them. Probably think, like the best, one of the best promos we've had recently since Krause came back. Definitely. I think this is the best Seth has been since like, maybe yeah. like since 2016, ever? Yeah. Like 2015 yeah. since his, since his like WWE title run. Definitely like, his best mic work in his career. Like totally. Cause, cause like when he first started this Messiah character, like it was a little bit rough. Like, I don't think he, like, fully, like, knew what he was, like, going for yeah. with it. But the I think he, like, heard figured it, it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's finally, like, figured out what he's going for. And he's kind of like a Joker ex-character where he's just, like, yeah, I feel like the maniacal. Like, he's very, he's very maniacal, but, like, also, like, scary kind of, like, with, like, because mm-hmm. you're, like, oh, he's unhinged. Like, this is the way he attacked, like, Cesaro, like, brutally. And yeah. then, like, just starts, like, laughing afterwards. And then he and now he like attacked Edge with the commercial break, like, like he just he seemed like out of control. <laughs> like, I, I almost want this match to be like uh, have a stipulation to it, Extreme Rules or something. Maybe we'll get that in like a rematch. Yeah, but Extreme like, Rules. When is Extreme Rules? Isn't oh yeah, after? they was, I don't know. It, Do they even have that shit anymore? I think I think it is after. Or, it has it? to be like in the in the fall, right? Because they, they did after it they, because they did change it, right? Then they switched it because I thought it used to be after Mania. It used to, but they changed the money in the bank. I don't know, but I was just saying how, like, with Seth, like, laughing and all this shit, like, I don't want him to get too much in, like, that jokey position, but this week he reminded us, like, I like how he flipped it on edge and was like, do you, you need to think about if you want to take a match with me because I'm a dangerous motherfucker, you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't want us to forget. I feel like we haven't really seen Seth that much in action recently, but we can't forget, like, this dude is one of the best, you know? So I, I, I just, I'm just liking the storyline right now. That, that was my high spot. Early prediction. Was... Go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Early prediction. Who do you think wins? Seth. Yeah, I think Seth, Seth too. I think I think Edge puts over Seth. You know, it's crazy. I feel like Edge has kind of been back for a while now, but he hasn't had like a big like win. He hasn't, well, right? He's, 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 he's <laughs> he won the He won the rumble. He, for, oh he yeah, he, he, won he was number. He went number one and won the Royal Rumble. We went mm-hmm. wire to wire. But I think that's. I think that's. Like Edge is the perfect example of what you should be doing as like, uh, uh, as like a legend. Like he shouldn't lose all the time because then like you lose some like cachet. But like he's he he's putting over like these guys. Like ultimately puts over mm-hmm. Reigns. He put over. He's probably gonna put over Seth. I assume. Oh yeah, definitely. That should be the end goal. But but he's also like there like every week too. Like as a story. Like while the storyline's going on, like cutting promos, like advancing the storyline, like doing segments. He's not just doing like Goldberg where he's like coming in like every like two weeks, like cutting some mm. generic promo and then and then leaving. Like he's actually like putting like work into to building up a storyline and like creating intrigue in, in it. Mm-hmm. Now look over across across the lake in comparison to his kayfabe brother, Christian, how he's being treated AW. He's undefeated. What which like what way do you think? like is better like the book i mean i don't know like there are two different things that's going on with them but like it's interesting how you said like he's putting people over like edge but at the same time christian's kind of doing the same thing but he's win he's won everything so it's like yeah but he did he did put i like how they're boy. doing it though you know he did put over jungle boy too in that in that battle royal as a pay-per-view 
That's right. Like he beat, it came down to them, and then Jungle Boy eliminated him. Mm-hmm. I think, but, I think ultimately they're, they're gonna build to that feud, like at some yeah. point, because like they, they, they tease that association. I just brought that up because I thought it was cool to compare, like how they're both doing like two different things, like working towards the same goal, but both executing in different ways. You know what I mean? And they both are working. But um, back to Edge and Rollins. They're both like. What were you saying? Oh yeah. I was just gonna say, like, they're both like like crafty like veterans. Like both of them like understand like the, the wrestling business in like a way oh, yeah. like better than like most people do. So like they understand like how to get people over. And like there's like more than one way to mm-hmm. like do that. Yes, sir. So it looks like we also setting up Christian versus Kenny, but I guess we'll we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, what were y'all high spots of the week? Y'all wanna y'all wanna share y'all's? Uh, I was, high spot. Oh, I was just gonna say uh uh biggie like oh, 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 when he was outside when he was outside yeah, the door outside yeah Yo, outside the door yes, where he's like laughing he had the briefcase and then Paul Heyman looking yes, terrified yes, yes. so I'm yeah thank you for bringing it up because I think we finally like we have our solidified answer now like who needs to beat Roman like we said it before they need to build it to biggie but now we getting it you know they starting to plant a little bit of the seeds I love how they're doing this with biggie like don't don't have him like really involved in nothing right now, but yeah. just keep reminding us like he's always creeping around the corner. I like this thing that they build and just having him be like kind of like obsessed with Roman. Just like that's where I think it's going. I think they're gonna just, get like, a big pop too. On him. Yeah, they get a big pop with him and Roman come face to face. Like mm-hmm. not even like them like doing like having like a brawl like a promo each other. Like if they're just like in the hallway and like he just sees like Roman Reigns. And then they just like stare each other down for a second. I think that that'll get a pop from the crowd. <laughs> you know, what? That. since you mentioned that, have we seen Seth? I mean, not Seth. John Cena and Roman face to face, mic to mic, pause. Like, uh, on the I mic mean, they're together. in the, they're in the, in the same, same ring. ring but Cena didn't talk. Like... He wouldn't acknowledge Cena. <laughs> they haven't done that yet. That's interesting. Roman Reigns would acknowledge Cena. Yeah. So Dylan, you're not does your time yet? Does your high spot have to do with anything involved with that storyline, Dylan? Uh, it actually does. I'm going to say right, yeah, my cool. high spot was ahead, Finn. Finn Balor. He oh, cut yes. that promo. He was like, I don't know what you heard about that smiling shit, but <laughs> it's <laughs> that not that no, no more. more. That ain't me. He went out to the ring, beat Corbin, beat up Jimmy yep. MJ, then beat mm-hmm. up Roman, and then the nigga jumped him. Cool, cool. I, I asked that because I was going to say, I like how they they've been keeping the Usos separated from the storyline up until this point. I felt like literally as soon as I thought that in my mind, they came up and they started beating it, beating on film. That shit was funny. Yo, they was beating his ass. They gave that nigga a fucking lift, uh, pop up some more and drop, super kick, he super splash, <laughs> Superman punch. I was like, yo, they kicking his ass. They kicking choked work. him out. <laughs> oh, that shit was hilarious. But just like keeping on the subject of that storyline. What do we do with Finn up until this point? Because honestly, if you would ask me about this contract storyline, like to me, I don't like it because like it just don't like make logical sense. You know, like I just think it's corny. Like I think they could have did something else. You know, I just feel like it's kind of like lazy booking. If they wanted to kind of swerve Cena into this match, they could have did. They could have did like have him face off Finn one on one, and then Corbin interfere with that. But like him just coming up and signing a contract, I'm like, yo, this like. Legally, this shit just don't make sense. Like, it's just like it just it just make it seem like it just makes it seem like this is like some fantasy bull. I mean, okay, it's wrestling. It is some fantasy bullshit. But we don't want to be in here like throwing all kind of logic out the window. Like, 
Paul Heyman brought up a good point. He said, if Tom Brady signed a multi-million dollar contract and I came up behind him, knocked him the fuck out, <laughs> signed my name, <laughs> would that make me would that make me the leading quarterback of the fucking Buccaneers? Like, no. It's like exactly. So I'm like, this <laughs> shit don't make sense. If like <laughs> you telling me, like, if Vince McMahon is like signing all these release papers, I could just come up and just void that shit and just say I'm Vince McMahon's like nigga, I could just sign over that shit. But but in an odd moment of like accidental like uh continuity, they actually did have that happen before. Or, or somebody signed a contract that got them in a championship match. I think it was like Shawn Michaels did it to Chris Benoit, like for WrestleMania 20. He oh, like well, super kicked him. You saw did it with who? Did it with who? That person don't exist. That never happened. Redacted. Yeah, <laughs> that happened with redacted. Anything that happened with redacted is furthermore redacted. It never happened. As it never happened. See, That's why they're the bullshit again. You just took wait. <laughs> Is, there have only been two people to to win the Royal Rumble from number one: Shawn Michaels Edge. and Edge. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Don't don't no. Don't tell anybody else. It's funny you said that earlier because I totally forgot that Edge won it from number one. But let's keep going. That's crazy. Dude, you did that this year. Yeah, I want Finn Balor to whoop John Cena ass too. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm glad he said that. I'm glad he came out. I'm glad he came out and brought up Cena too because I was like, don't tell me Finn, you a bitch if you don't say nothing about John Cena. He's such a heel. If I got to go through Cena 2, I'm with it. I was like, let's go. But do y'all fuck with how they book him so far? <laughs> he is a heel. He is a heel. And that's what I'm saying about this contract thing. It yes. has me like, it's leaving me like in so many different directions. Because I'm like, one, they making me not really want to fuck with Cena. Because it's like, you did some drawing corny shit coming back from Hollywood, just signing your name on papers and just getting your way with shit. That's corny. Yeah, Two, after, after. Finn Balor got like he's so good take advantage of and like, yeah. and like attack from behind. And then you sign your name. And just let like, that shit rock. <laughs> if, if, you, if you was really the scene that we know you would have fought baron corbin or something you wouldn't assign your name all selfishly like come on bro and then two it also has me thinking like where are we going with this adam pierce sonya deville storyline like is that eventually going yeah, to them being power going? are they eventually going to lead them being power hungry or something because it's like the decisions they legitimately make just don't make sense and are stupid like so why do we have why do we have Tell me why we have like eight different contenders matches just in this week alone oh my god I every single uh, yo literally Every single fucking show this week had a contenders match. And then you tell me that John Cena could just come back, sign his name on the paper, and he a contender? Like, that don't make sense. Or Carmella could just pop up and just be like, I'm the hottest bitch in WWE. Y'all just give her a match. But everybody yeah. else got to go through hoops. But and also, then, too, like, like Selena Vega, she brought this up, too. He's like, she's like, I cast Bianca Belair to a women's championship mm-hmm. match. And then she agreed to do it, mm-hmm. too. And then, like, why is and then she had to do another contenders match. Like, it, it don't make sense. It could have, <laughs> and then she lost it, too. So it could have just been a title match. It could have just been a title match. She the, heels are, the heels should not be making, like, like, silly, logical, like, logical points. Yeah, like, That's what? what I'm saying. So, like. <laughs> Where are we going? Like, because like y'all making these the booking decisions that actually don't make sense. And then when you put the figures at the authority figures, it's like y'all pussy when it comes to certain shit. But then what well, y'all just let people get away with anything. Like, I just don't get it. it it's, it's frustrating me. Like, I, I just don't understand it. Oh, it don't really seem like they're trying to make it a storyline thing. It's literally just them just being stupid. I just don't <laughs> get it. But also, like yeah. I, I guess while we're on the point of Bianca and, and Sasha and Zelina, I thought that the opening segment was really good oh, between great. them. Mm-hmm. I thought like I thought Bianca, I think Bianca's becoming like more and more confident on the mic, like oh, every yeah. single oh, week. Yeah. Like she's getting she's becoming like locked in like more and more. Just oh, like her confidence in and, and everything. And everything. Like Anything about her is like firing all cylinders right now. Yep. That little uh, skip that she she be doing that to the ring. She be looking so happy, yo. 
she made her oh my god yo her career trajectory just like excites me so much i just get so excited to think about like her. think about like all she's accomplished like so far won the world rumble main event to wrestlemania became women's champion like and this is within a year her within first a year, year on the main roster <laughs> this is ridiculous but yeah i i did think that that um that was cool i wish i wish they had just won with the title match it would have made bianca look dope we would have had a little bit of a more higher stakes match it would have made the match look more important than what it was but no, like we want to have our six contenders match this week. Cause, all right, please remind me. Monday, I'm pretty sure we had a contenders match. Like, am I tripping? Yeah, we did. I think we so. did. Right? I'm. That's what I'm trying to. Okay, I don't know. I'm but looking bro, at the results of Raw. But, I just but, remember it was like so many contenders matches. But shots wasn't the Shotzi uh, Blackheart like Keegan Knox match against like Natalia. That's what they pinned, pinned them twice. They pinned them twice. That's why I'm like, it's a contenders match for a contenders match. Like, I don't get it no more. I don't. And then also to me, Natalia's hurt right now. So yeah, like, why is she being why is she, the why titles? Did they, why did not vacate the titles? I don't I don't get this, man. I just don't. Or why is she not have like a replacement tag team partner or something That's what like I'm that? Saying. Like slide like, Nia Jackson there and be so like, oh, Samoan sisterhood or some shit. I don't know. It so, makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't, man. I mean. If we want to go to the shit show, we can we can hop over on that side real quick. Um. Oh, but real quick. Oh, Apollo Cruz too. In Nakamura, that was a that was a contenders match. match. Yep. There you go. And so, Apollo loses two too. on one show again. In like in like a few minutes, like it was so quick. Like I looked away for a second. Mm-hmm. Then Nakamura won the match. I was like, what? I was trying to catch up on Hulu because I was a little bit behind. I was like, yeah, let me let me skip a little bit to like towards the end of this match. I skipped a little bit. That shit was over. I was like, oh oh okay. Like, what are they doing with Apollo? <laughs> like, I don't know. He's just been having it. I feel like ever since his title but... with Mania, he's just been holding it and not doing much. That, it's almost that... like they feel like black black champions can't compete with other people unless they black. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. And like Biggie has like I'm like Biggie doesn't really have like a storyline. Like right now. I'm glad he's like doesn't. doing like the, the tease, but like that's for like mm-hmm. months down the line, the, the Roman stuff. Like he he does need something to do, like in the meantime. I was gonna say, I feel like we're gonna get a little small biggie baron corbin feud to kind of lapse that time a little bit just like i could see them just playing on the storyline baron corbin trying to take up biggie's opportunity like take his briefcase or something or yeah try to interfere with it like maybe like try to tease biggie cashing in on SummerSlam, but corbin cost cost him to do it without without the bell actually ringing obviously you know what i mean like he'll still have the briefcase but corbin will interfere so he can't cash in and then that'll kind of give biggie something to do for the next month that's where I, that's where i kind of see it happening I, but yeah I think too, like a big feud that he, that he could have is like him and Seth, because he's the one that like took Seth like off of. He gave him the big ending off the ladder, and oh, then yeah. the big match. Yeah. And I can see Seth being like, "I don't even forget about that." Like after he's done with Edge, like I didn't forget about you too. Like you cost me like mm-hmm. the chance to be a champion as well. Yeah. So I think that could we be like, get a that in good time. Because yeah. I think I think Edge and Seth probably last two to three months. You could give Biggie Corbin like a month or so, whatever. Then by then we'll have Rock Roman. Oh Seth, shit! Is that Seth Big Mania? I don't. I think you save Rock Roman for Mania. That's got to be Mania. Um, Maybe get an interaction at Survivor Series. Yeah, interaction at Survivors. Are y'all scared that this variant could fucking uh, make our shows subject to change? Like, because I think that it's like a mass a- mandate in what in Vegas right in now. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like that the point where like these like a lot of these governors aren't gonna shut down like no matter what yeah at this I point agree. like yeah, even like, if you know even if it might even if it might like be like the responsible thing to do maybe for 
like the greater health, it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Everything's been like, too politicized yeah. on that front. And with that being said, I don't think we should go into vaccine talk on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. So, uh, yeah, this is where we come to escape from real world into the and submit ourselves into the world of fantasy wrestling, which sometimes shit can't always be great and golden. Because, look, we got a shitty, shitty ass promo from my fucking the man I hate the most fucking Oldberg Goldberg coming out here, man. Allstate oh Arena in Chicago shitted on this man. I was so happy, bro. I don't I don't think they were chanting Goldberg. I legit think they were chanting Oldberg. Oldberg. And it's hard. I think they were literally saying Oldberg. If you go they were different a lot too. Like they, they kind of gave him like a, like he wasn't he got like a Goldberg chip beginning, but then they kind of just like were sitting on the hands like during no, his promo. There I heard booze. I don't know about y'all. I heard booze. Like when he well, I mean, he literally came out here and said what we all knew this whole time. He basically said, I'm gonna fucking Goldberg. I'm Goldberg and Goldberg's gonna fucking Goldberg. I'm gonna sit on my couch, I'm gonna pop up. And I'm going to just take over Goldberg. the scene for a little bit for a month and make my money. He he came out and said, I'm Goldberg, bitch. Like, I do Goldberg shit, basically. What the fuck was this promo, bro? This shit was fucking garbage, nigga. <laughs> I'm Goldberg. <laughs> and then he's trying to act like Bobby Lashley. He's, like, scared of him. Like, Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley, man, he's just been, like, dominating, like, for the past, mm-hmm. like, month. And, like, why would Bobby be scared of you? Like, why would he be scared of you at all? Like, what, what, what would scare him about you? Mm-hmm. Actually... Well, I was surprised to see Goldberg's son. He grew the fuck up, yo. That's crazy. Oh yeah, I didn't that's realize. Crazy. How, I didn't realize I how long ago that was. I was like, wait a minute, who's that kid? He's like, yeah. I was Goldberg's like, son? was that the kid who he made awkwardly take off his shirt when he was like eleven <laughs> years old and stand in the middle of the ring? <laughs> that, that was like was five crazy. years ago. That yeah, that's crazy. It was like in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Like I was like, shit, bro. We old as <laughs> shit out here. Like, I feel like since then I have like not really changed at all. But like that kid, man, he's like he's about to be a wrestler himself. Uh, I mean, that kid, he did not sell shit, bro. He just had a blank face the whole time. Come on, bro. I think he, he looked nervous. He looked like yeah, he, he did look a little nervous. <laughs> he looked like he was trying to look tough or something, but like, just didn't really know how to express himself. He probably doesn't have like any acting experience. Mm. So he probably didn't know like, what the, how to react to. They ain't even have MVP shake him up or nothing. They didn't do nothing. Probably because he's an actual like child. <laughs> yeah, that's like, right. We can't fuck like, with under him. 18. Yeah. So he can't like put your but, hands on. Like, what are y'all thoughts on this Goldberg shit as of right now? Because if y'all asking me, I ain't excited. I just need to see Bobby squash this nigga in thirty in sixty seconds. That's what I. That's what I need. Yeah, but right. just, just have him leapfrog like his slow ass spear for Goldberg, then hit him with the spear himself, and then and call it a match. <laughs> yeah, I want this match over in two point five seconds. I want mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley to just just one two three. Brock Lesnar comes out. <laughs> that that's that goal. Oh man, Brock Les- I Brock wanted that match Bobby. at SummerSlam so bad. <laughs> that match. That could be Survivor that- Series too. Oh man. What's Survivor Series oh. November? Bobby versus imagine we, we would have been able to get the bloodline versus her business if WWE didn't fuck everything up. Yeah. At SummerSlam. I mean Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh well, what other factions we got that could compete with Bloodline? New Day. Oh no. New day, maybe. Um, anything like, else? Yeah, the build uh, history with them and the Usos. So, oh shit, I'm look. All right, so in case y'all didn't know, I didn't, I didn't watch Raw after after that promo. I cut that shit off. I saw Drew McIntyre versus Veer and Shanky. I think, I, I think after that, Raw. I cut. Was that, that when shit. he when he put the sword on him when he tried to kill him? <laughs> like a yeah. Sword. Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted to say that. I wanted to say that. So. <laughs> 
is that not a heal weapon? Because that can actually kill somebody. Like I heard what Jinder was saying. I was like, yo, I feel him, yo. This nigga is he's risking crazy. his lives. He's crazy fucking he's a psychopath. <laughs> they need to go back to him being a Scottish psychopath and have him like holding people up hostage backstage. Like, I need to see him backstage, like having the sword at Adam Pierce's throat. Like, if you don't give me a fucking shot at Bobby one more time, I'm gonna cut your fucking throat. That's the true credit. But like Drew. I just I want something from Drew because like he's not somebody I dislike like but I just been getting tired of him obviously like that thing he had with Bobby now they kind of have him go, running with gender which is a match I wanted to see but we just got to switch up Drew character a little bit the crowd still fucks with him like he got a big pop this week you know I think he's good being aggressive like yeah, I think his biggest pause when he when he like kind of mm-hmm. I think I think you're right like this like it acted like a psychopath like gets him over yeah the crowd when he like not he, him not shit him. out of shit. Yeah, not him praising Hulk Hogan and shit. Yeah, or like pandering. Like yeah. I feel like him pandering doesn't like he like does like when he panders too much. Nobody likes a panderer. Ask Cody oh, Rhodes. When he, when he, so, oh my god. We'll get to him. We'll get to that. Um so I'm just looking through the results of um Raw. Mason T Bar defeated Monsoor Mustafa. Actually, I saw that too. So um okay, wait. I'm trying to figure out where I stopped watching. I saw Charlotte Fred cut that promo. What were your thoughts on her saying that about Simone Biles? Because uh, I, go ahead. I, I, I'm more offended by her terrible role of cadence in her promo. Yeah, <laughs> her promo yeah, is, I, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> oh my god, I was kind of, I just thought it was kind of like repugnant. I thought that she could have just like, yeah, she definitely could have. I mean, it wasn't. It. It's not like the fact that I don't think it's really the fact that she mentioned it, it was really just how she executed it. like. I think it, it just could have been done better. Like, if she but, was to mention it, her, don't try to, like... And then she didn't just, get to it the point to nothing. It led yeah. to nothing. It, it, it didn't lead to anything. I was like, I don't think the crowd let her get to there because she let her... She let their reaction kind of, like, take her off track. Well, the bit. second she brought up Sue Biles, everybody's just like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, exactly. don't talk about it. I just feel like <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of insensitive to bring in somebody's, like, real mental health situation Yeah, into and something and then try to relate it into your wrestling fictional problems. I'm like, I, I just don't really feel that, man. But it yeah, wasn't as bad as what Max thing. Caster said. I oh, mean, Max Caster, that was yeah. horrendous what he said. Yeah. So wh- why did two like why the fuck the two wrestlers mention some mobiles this week? I just didn't need it. Just because it's 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 it uh, trendy. Trendy. Yeah. That's why. But like the thing you still is, still gotta have a filter. You gotta have. Yeah. You gotta you gotta know, like you you gotta check like the pulse of like what people are talking about. Like you know, like this is a sensitive subject too. Yeah, I'm all for them using like topics that are like in the news today but i just feel like mental health shouldn't really be something you try to relate like relate to or like joke about or like or, use in or, an entertainment way because you don't know how that issue is affecting them personally or and rape really, jokes too yeah ra- Psh, oh my god bro like max cast the, the promo started bad. the middle was terrible and the ending and the end it was literally was just three beats of, of trash he started talking about simone biles then he made a rape joke and then he talked about a girl who's like 12 years younger than him, her like vagina, like her vaginal hygiene. Was like, 32, too. 32 years old. This man is old as fuck dressing up that like a fucking teenager. I got, it makes I him be so honest. corny, bro. I thought he was like 25. <laughs> I thought so too. I thought he was like some young dude coming up on the coming up on the Indies, just got signed. This man is 32 years old, pretending to be a shitty ass lunchroom rapper from middle school. Yeah, like, get like, the fuck out of here. Look, I felt like I was like, ah, uh, he's like just trying to find, he's trying to find his way with the gimmick. He's like mm-hmm. testing stuff out, but no, you're th- you should know better. You should know better than this. Oh yeah, yeah. So I want to circle back around to Raw real quick because I'm reading these results. Um. 
Damon Priest and Ricochet defeated Morrison and Sheamus. I like that tag team, Priest and Ricochet. They could do something together. Um, Keith Lee defeated Karrion Cross via pinfall. When did this happen? With the spirit bomb. This was yeah. Keith's first win since returning to Raw. Don't get too excited. Yeah. It don't it works. It works, baby. Um, what are they gonna do next week now? Now now that they're tied, one keep one. them away. Keep them away. It's gonna be a triple threat match. Hardy coming back. Kev Hardy coming back next week from his COVID and he gonna pin Karen Cross and we go going running back from three. He's, gonna, he's gonna stack Kev, Karen Cross and Keith Lee. This is gonna do mm-hmm. a two for and take both of them out. <laughs> so um Speaking of taking them both out, Nikki Ash defeated Charlotte Flair. Another example, 50-50 booking. Um, they're taking them both out because I, I'm at a point where I don't care about either of these women. They, I mean, at this I point. I, I saw somebody bring this up. Nikki Ash has zero merch on the what? new shop right now. What? She, she doesn't have a mask. She doesn't have a t-shirt. What? She doesn't have uh... <laughs> Then what the fuck is the point of this shit? I like, thought we were supposed to be selling. I thought we were supposed to be making monies, baby. Like, I mean, what? There's no foresight in the company. Y'all not like, selling anything. no masks? Y'all ain't selling no masks? Like, think of, like, the, that's important. I ain't selling no masks. I think what's going to happen Oof. is they're finally going to get merch on her after she loses the title. That's when they're going to put merch at, when people stop, like, caring as much. But they're going to be like, <laughs> that's when the problem well, you didn't move the merch. And it's like, well, you didn't have catch, I didn't have any merch when I was champion. So. <laughs> but what? I mean, they could do some like cartoon drawing to her on a shirt or some shit. She she posts a, she retweets a lot of like fan art and shit. Yeah, need they need to just pay one of them artists to commission some cool shit. WWE honestly, they merch be shitty sometimes. They be having some dumb shit. They be have some stupid shit. They need to find some. They need to find some more creative people. Like people be making like illegal merch better than they shit. Like shit yeah. that they be getting cease and desist for. It's kind of corny. Like them jackets. Yeah. Uh, or some yeah. of that black wrestling merch. They got cease and desist before. Um, but I don't want to talk about a legal business. That's them. Um, do y'all want to hop over to AEW now? Because fuck raw. That shit is, that shit is garbage. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, wait, wait, we talk about NXT. Did oh, we, we talk about NXT? About, oh, well, what was all that? The, what happened on NXT? The Io Shirai and Zoe Stark thing. Are they friends or are they not friends? Oh, that, uh, the, the restaurant seems like spelled the sushi and stuff. Oh yeah, she was tossing out yeah. this shit. How do you that feel was disrespectful. That? that was racist. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of random. It was like, are we supposed cool. to like, I mean, be cheering? I, I didn't think it was, it was like too much. Yeah, I thought it was kind of like comical, yeah. but it was like it didn't make me want to cheer her anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just adding layers to the like kind of chemistry as them yeah. coming around to being the tag team. But they don't wait. They have the tag titles. Yeah, there are. Champions. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I was about to say. Okay, so yeah, I guess that makes sense. And there's, like, y'all, no other teams in NXT really all that much anymore. Yeah, they got the – I mean, they got the way. Damn, Raquel and – The way kind of broke done. The way is kind of – yeah. Where's Austin Theory? on SmackDown. Austin, Austin Theory, Theory left, right? I think he's going to pop up on the main roster. I can see that. I mean, they you already saw that they, they saw a lot in him. They put him on the main roster quick as shit originally, like before COVID, or really, like, right around COVID when Seth had the Messiah shit. And then he was in that faction with Buddy. Y'all remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, they had a match it took with me a the while. Street Profits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, was, it was very brief, quote, Dylan. I understand. Quote, unquote, WrestleMania with... Uh, oh, yeah. He was on Mania. It's Angel Garza. It was Angel Garza and, and uh, Austin versus the Street Profits. 
Yeah, yo, was Vega. that was WrestleMania. And then, and then that was that was, that was, Bianca, <laughs> yeah. that was Bianca Belair's debut too. Yeah, on the main roster. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was, that was the crowdless mania, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's WrestleMania asterisk. Um, so what else happened on NXT? Yo, the boy Rich Holland came back. I didn't realize I like this man, yo. I didn't realize it. I see it. I see the vision. Because before he got hurt, I heard a lot of rumors that they was hype on him. I see it now. And then I'm just worried for your guy, Pete Dunn, Dylan, because when he next to him, he make him look like a second fiddle. He playing second oh, fiddle up to Rich Holland, bro. Nah, I'm sorry. Nah, I'm sorry. Pete, Pete Dunn don't play second fiddle. Pete Dunn's going to break his uh, fingers. Yeah. I hope, I hope they split up. I hope they <laughs> split up and make Pete Dunn. Would you rather see Pete Dunn face run or what? I think Pete Dunn is better. It's just like kind of just in between. Just kicking probably people like ass more, and not really care. Yeah, just kicking people ass. I yeah. feel like the, the crowd probably like, I don't know, crowds nowadays, they're, they're into that. So maybe that is a face thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that would be a good way to do it because he would be a face, but then not just like catering to the crowd, just like kissing ass. So yeah. that, that could be cool. Um, Diamond, Roger Strong with Diamond Mine is literally just him and Malcolm Bivens. So I'm wondering if next week, they're going to drop the other dude from the group and just have Roddy come out with Malcolm. Because that, that makes a lot more sense to me. Like, Malcolm, man, Roddy, the only one wrestling. The other niggas wasn't even wrestling. Tyler Russell's yeah. going now. And Roddy, like, committed to that character. He shaved his head and everything. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he shaved his hair off. He's like, come on, what the fuck? I got a haircut. Uh, <laughs> I got a haircut. What are you, what are you doing? Well, I've looking at the right week. <laughs> oh, yikes. The shot, okay. To, they uh, had a... Uh, uh, hit road. Yeah. Cameron Grimes. Uh, oh, I was, I was confused because Cameron Grimes this week. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. They had a match. All right, I was looking at my article. That they was kind of confusing me because they posted the video from last week. Um, Gyv defeated Grimes and Nate. Um, I forgot Her, what exactly. LA Nate walked oh yeah, out on them. that's right. La Nate walked out, and then Teddy Biase came out, and um, he's like, "You got to find a way to deal with this. You gotta whatever." So. Hopefully we're going we going to see that evolve a little bit, um, but yeah, Hit Row and um, Legato, two teams that we all love. I thought they had a pretty entertaining match, um, mm-hmm. and I guess are they positioning Hit Row to be a face group now? I think so. they're like tweeners, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But they're kind of just their own unit, and the crowd think... kind of fucks with it, so they're probably going to be more towards the face side. Who's tag champs right now? Um... MSK. What the fuck have they been? I don't know. Exactly. What the hell is going on? Yo, what is... Out of all the shows, I feel like NXT is the most confusing right now. Like, I don't know what's happening on there. Like, is it me or... It just seems like the most directionless show. It, it does. Because, like, the main... I feel like the main... I feel like they don't have an identity, really, right now. They don't. Because their identity for so long was, like, on the speed era. Mm-hmm. It, it, oh, first it was like Gargano and Ciampa, and then it was Undisputed Era, and now those are being phased out. And they tried to like, have like Karen Cross, and then there's uh, well, Finn Cross Balor. Finn like, Balor was like a band aid. Finn mm-hmm. Balor was a band aid there, and then it, it looked like Karen Cross is what they want to go with for their next era, but that hasn't really hit. So Finn Balor kind of just fell into their lap because would they even have give have given him the title like that quickly if Cross hadn't got hurt? Like, I yeah, I don't like, think so. Like would Cross have gotten the run that Finn got as just like long like longevity wise if Finn oh, didn't get hurt? I uh, hope not. But yeah, like you brought up a good point. 
and I was just thinking, who is that top guy on NXT? Like, we asked this question a few weeks ago. Like, when you turn tune in NXT, who do we go to see? We all said probably, like, Hit Row, Legato. Maybe Bronson Reed, he's gone. But it's like, a big card, people. Yeah, like now it's like, who who is the guy on NXT? It's nobody. It's just, just people there. It's just kind of middling, not really moving upwards or down, just kind of just there. It's, it's kind of like a... Uh, how do you say? it's an effect of the the lifer situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because i feel like after a while we stopped caring about these people knowing that this is their fate you know this is all that they're ever going to be and i think if we want to go back to adam cole i'm starting to feel that way about him too because it's like if he doesn't if after this kyle o'reilly feud he doesn't go up the main roster i don't want to see him in wwe i don't i want to see him move up and do more like i want to see him be world champ somewhere on some brand I definitely think his time in NXT is coming to a close, like very, mm-hmm. very soon. It's just where, where we see him next. Is yeah, like what, what's the destination? Because it can't, it can't be NXT. It can't. If they present, if they pre- uh, present him to him another contract, and it says you're gonna be NXT for however long, I would just be like, nah, I can't, bro. I can't. I feel like it's kind of like the first time where it's like a big name from NXT is like question mark are they going to the main roster or are they just about to like dip it's like yo where are they about to like pull up next and there's like so much mm-hmm. wrestling like thriving right now it's like yo they can really pop up anywhere damn that's why it's called nxt because what's about to happen next after you out of this shit what's gonna happen what's gonna happen next yikes <laughs> is that a reach that is what NXT is that is what NXT is for right next is like the next generation is it though now what is it for (laughs) yeah now what the fuck is it now I don't know the next niggas to get released on the next budget cut Uh, are they gonna go back to game show format (laughs) oh (laughs) god oh god which, which might be a series did you coming say, to you. Yeah, I was about to say. This might be a series. I mean, might be a teaser. <laughs> teaser. <laughs> do you still want to do that? Watch along for NXT? Oh you my could God. do that. It sounds dreadful. It sounds honestly dreadful. That's like one of my least favorite eras of wrestling, like that middle, <laughs> like 2010s era, whatever. Hopefully there'd be enough stuff to at least like be funny enough to make fun of. And it's yeah. just like straightforward. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah, um, look, like I try to I try to turn on Peacock last night. I try to watch WrestleMania 18. The shit don't fucking work, bro. The app crashes. It crashes. It try to turn on WrestleMania 19. That shit crashed. I'm like, bro, what is going on? I'm about to I'm about to just cancel this shit. But this, I hate how they like they rush that 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 uh they switch to Peacock like for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like everything's like like stuff doesn't work like. And a lot of the series that they that they tease, they haven't come out yet. Like the Ruthless Aggression series part two, like that hasn't come out. The Lex Luger, uh, W Icons, that hasn't come out. Like there's a lot of shit that they just have not been delivering on. on mm-hmm. Peacock. <sighs> WWE is definitely not. They're not standing and delivering right now. They're not. <laughs> they're really not. Um, which leads me the falling prank. Which leads to our <laughs> next our next subject, a show that gives me a little bit of hope in the world of wrestling. A little bit dynamite. of a bright spot. Yeah, it blows me up, lights me up like dynamite. AEW Dynamite. Uh oh, quite, to be quite honest, I don't what? remember I don't remember everything that happened on the show. I remember the main event. I'm about to look through, see what else popped off. But I mean we can we can get right into that though. Um 
Malachi Black in his debut match against Cody. Well, you put him over huge. He did finally. God damn, we said no, it on but, here. But I think Cody has put people over, but he's just like annoying with his like <laughs> self-aggrandizing like entrances. Yes, and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, like he will put you over in the ring, but mm-hmm. he, he just like. But he, he still has to make that's yo. That's what I'm saying. Thank you because. When he started cutting that promo, oh, yeah, I was see, like, I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> what is this? I was like, bro, you literally don't lose like in two years or something. And in the moment you lose, you about to like tease a retirement or some shit as if like you have been like on your greatest run of your career or something or something. Or like this is just so devastating of a loss. I'm like, bro, it's not that deep. Why does why can't? It's always something with Cody. Like, it can't just be he comes out here and takes a L, gets knocked the fuck out. He got to come out here, get knocked the fuck out, get, try to stand up on his feet, cry a little bit, take off his boot, cut to the crowd. <laughs> he got to be like, oh, oh, I've, I've worked so hard. And then people said, people said we wouldn't be able to be here, but we're here once more. We're here again. Bro, you was just in Jacksonville three weeks ago. Stop acting like this is some return parade. And then I was just happy when Malachi came out and he just knocked him out. out. I was yeah, like, okay, I was like, thank, thank you. God. Thank you. At least this led to something. Because if it, if the stream fucking cut off with him just making a, making some like kind of grandiose, promo. like, yeah, just promo to the crowd, catering, kissing they fucking ass, sucking they dick. I would have been like, nigga, get the fuck off the screen. I'm tired of hearing this shit, bro. I'm fucking tired of it. Get off, bro. <laughs> get off. Stop. Like, Stop. He- I feel like too. Like I was like when he was cutting it, I was like he could have done this from the showing off the air. He could have done this exactly because like, he, he does do that. This. Like after the show cuts off, sometimes they do come out and talk. I was like, I was literally looking like what the fuck. I like he could. I was like he could have done this next week. And like so, I think even now, like he you could have been he could, like this could have been done next week. But he could have mm-hmm. teased like retiring. Like, like they could have like put that out like throughout the week. Like oh, Cody Rhodes has like a big announcement. That he's, that he's making or something, and they could do that, and then have Alistair Black just like knock him out again, <laughs> just for like, <laughs> just, just for good measure. <laughs> so now off of this, do you think Cody steps away for a little bit? I think and just so. Just down, be a father, uh, sits with Brandy and his and Liberty, chills out. Um, go ahead, Cody, chill for a little bit. You deserved it. You deserve it. Um, he's going. Over, I think he's going on paternity leave. Or yeah, something. paternity leave, a little hiatus. That's cool. You know, keep him away for a little bit. And then maybe, maybe, what I would like to see is a heel run when he comes back. But oh, do you ever think face? <laughs> he does, he does. But the crowd, the crowd boos him, bro. They, they not not this week, not at Daly's place. But the crowd boos him outside of Florida. And, and they, pop, they pop huge the other week when when uh, Aster Black kicked his ass in like, the production area. <laughs> like, like, hey. I feel like if you were to cut that promo in another city like this week, they would have oh, like, booed him. Whoa. Daily's places don't get it. They they just don't understand. They they too gung ho on on the people there. And, and like he he did acknowledge too <laughs> that like the uh him the VPs have had differences because they had those like rumors and stuff. Mm. I, I knew it was Cody. Like <laughs> they said like something pretty long. I was like I knew it was Cody <laughs> that they probably were having some like issues with. Yeah, I wonder if like the way they book Cody is like intentional. Like, is he trying to be annoying to kind of tease a heel run, or is he just he genuinely? Yeah, is he just yeah? Is he not self aware that like he's just annoying as fuck and just stupid? Like the shit he does is second thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think too. I don't know. Hopefully, he realizes it though, because he could turn this into like good heat into like a really good heel character if he recognizes it. Like, it's a very simple switch. 
from from being like this face that's like very delusional to mm-hmm. heal. It's also very delusional. Like it's it's very simple to switch the character and it it make everything a lot better. Totally. So I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, Jericho had his match against Juventus Guerrero. How do you, um, how do you think they looked in that? I thought they I mean, did pretty I, good for like yeah. I thought they were. I thought they were cool. I thought they was cool. It wasn't like terrible. It wasn't like a was embarrassing spot that I could notice. Um, and I mean, I never saw a Hubertu match, so I mean, he didn't look he didn't look terrible, so it was fine. Uh, Lee Johnson obviously got squashed by Miro. We saw that coming. He actually got he got some offense in there. Got a little got bit, a little yeah. Bit. He got a little cool. bit of something on him. So, what do you think of legit Layla Hirsch? Who faced off against the bunny? Did you take any notes for that match? Actually, cannot see. I, I think she's, she's like, good. She thinks she's good. Uh, yeah, she did miss a moon soft though. I think like, but I think Bunny covered for her. Yeah, like really well in that because she like missed it. Like he's way off. Like, he missed mm. it completely, but she didn't like sell it. Like she sold it. Like that's like what was supposed to happen. Then like just went on offense on her. Bro, she she's so short. That's all I can say. She is. But, but I think she's like, <laughs> but she, I feel wrong. She has, she's like, like, she has like a, like, I feel like, like they like stocky, a wrestling right? background. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I could buy her doing like suplexing, like mm-hmm. some, some people. Yeah. But, but her and Camille, <laughs> when she came face to face. Yeah. That's why I was or, like, this, this or, is or face to belly button. That's what I was like, like, this it. do not look appealing to me at all. <laughs> this matchup. But that's I all I have to say about that. I don't know how Camille. I'm going to work that match. <laughs> He's NWA champ. Yo, what is going on in NWA? They, that's another company that just be letting anything the fuck happen over there. Because I think they have a show coming up. Somebody's title. I think the knock, uh, the knock TNA knockouts championship is going to be on the line. Deanna Perrazzo's defending over there, I think, or something like that. I forget. They're doing it. Yeah. It's, NWA it's, is it's, doing a lot of shit. It's a women's pay-per-view. All yeah. women's pay-per-view. Oh, it's all women's pay-per-view. Dope. Yeah. It's yeah, called it's Empower, like, right? Yeah. Or Mickey something. James is like producing it. It's called Empower? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. Mickey James. Mickey James, did we talk about what she had to say last week? We did. I think right? we did. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Mickey she did James something else. Tongue. <laughs> she came out this she, shouldn't. She, she came shouldn't. out on Impact this week and um brought out uh Melina. She gonna have a match too. Oh shit. So I gotta ch- I gotta tap into Impact, you know. Impact just need a crowd and they're gonna be solid. They have a crowd now. But it's just very small. Yeah. They have a crowd. Technically, the past few weeks, they, they've had a crowd. Mm-hmm. I think since Jay White got there, Jay White bring the crowd in. <laughs> yeah. So what else happened? Um, Adam Page got attacked by the Elite. So, yeah, well, um, since they didn't win that match, I guess I guess we might be building up to Kenny versus Christian just as like a little quick beat before we actually get Hangman Page and Kenny. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. I, I'm uh, interested cool. to see where they're going with uh, Page. Because I saw people like saying, oh, he's buried and stuff. Now, I don't think that's the case at people all. People say that anytime somebody lose once, yo, y'all are really tripping, yo. Y'all need to chill out with that, man. Like, Paige is still like one of the most popular people in that company. Yeah, they need to chill, man. Like, I, I'm interested to see, like, and I don't think they have to beat down like this, too. Like, without like them having big plans, like, him to get the title eventually. Because, and also, too, like, the, the advanced storyline. Because now you said, like, I can't do this with you, Dark Order. Like, like I appreciate your help, but I need to do this on my own. And Damn. and then and then you saw him like like Evil Uno and Stu Grayson like they're like uh, when Dark Order trying to help him when he's getting mm-hmm. beat down like they like really like, like holding him back from helping him. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what direction they're gonna go in. 
if they're going to go completely, he goes complete dark order and realize he needs his friends. I think it's going to lead to that. Like he's going to try to take them on his own, but he's like, you know, sometimes in life you got to have some friends or something. I don't know. I thought they already did that though, didn't they? <laughs> was yeah. Was it the tag, was it the tag <laughs> they lost. Then they lost. I think it's like a. I think I don't think he's, he's using the dark order. I think he's gonna do this on his own. All right. Well, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, as far as in the ring, that's all I really got to talk about. Y'all got anything else? Did uh anything else happen? I don't really know. I don't think so. Oh, Jake Cargo. Jake Cargo finally showed, showed up. up. God damn. This is gonna be on elevation. Wrestling at Elevation. Well, yeah, great. She's going to be wrestling at Elevation on Monday. I, I like, did kind of want to. I did kind of want to talk about those shows though for a minute because for a while I've just been trying to figure out how to place them like in my mind in terms of importance. And I really, I kind of just think a dark and Elevation is like sports, like strictly sports based wrestling since that's kind of what they told they told us they were going to focus on, like before AEW debuted. They were just saying, like, we wanted to have more of a sports real feel to it. I really just think those shows are meant to build up people's records, really. Yeah, Yeah, it's really just meant to build up win-loss records. Honestly, like, they'll sprinkle in a little bit of storyline shit in there, but truthfully, it's all just, like, map-based stuff, quick matches just to keep people entertained. Like, this is just shit you would see if you went to a live show and it wouldn't Mm -hmm. be broadcast. You know what I mean? That's what Dark is. Elevation, that's kind of, I guess it's kind of its own show. Um, but Rampage is coming up next Friday. This is the last Friday we'll just have one wrestling show. I think Rampage is going to be like more storyline. It's going to be more storyline. Even, even though the act, it said like more action, I think there's going to be like storyline advancement on yeah. the Rampage. It'll actually be important since it's on TV. So, I mean, I'm excited for it. Um, mm-hmm. Britt this- Baker versus, oh wait, we didn't say that. Britt Baker and Red Velvet, probably the main event of that oh, yeah. show in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Brick Baker's Velvet. getting a huge baby face reaction. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how like Red Velvet like can adjust because he's probably gonna need to work like heel like during that match with uh with Brick I Baker. I wouldn't think so. I, like they they kind of doubled down on Brick Baker being a heel this week. I she was getting exactly. cheered still though. Yeah, she's like, still getting that, cheered. That's an issue. <laughs> but she still tries to bring in like heel tactics and the ways that she's speaking. I think in Pittsburgh kinda. though, it's gonna be impossible because that's yeah. her hometown for her to get mm-hmm. food. I don't think she's gonna like work the match face though. I think she's still gonna probably just double down. So yeah, man. Like, are y'all excited to watch Rampage potentially on Fridays, or is this too much damn wrestling? Is it too much? I would truthfully, if you ask me, I'd rather watch Friday, I'd rather watch SmackDown in, in Rampage than ever watch Raw in my life. So yeah, honestly, probably that too. <laughs> give me that. I'm, I'm yeah. You, I mean, there's a lot of wrestling, but it's like you don't really have to watch all of it. You don't. And it's you like don't. I definitely don't because like Raw shit. That's what I'm saying. Like now, I'm prioritizing what's important. NXT honestly has been losing. Like I I think I think Dylan was saying that like he's been losing interest in NXT like recently. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, I I think I'm feeling that too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm feeling that too. I'm becoming a late late week wrestling watcher. So truthfully, all I do is watch AEW on Wednesdays, Friday Night SmackDown, and then now I'm gonna watch Rampage. Oh wait, did I say Rampage on Wednesday? Dynamite on Wednesday. SmackDown and then Rampage, and then I'll catch the recap. So Raw and NXT. NXT needs a direction. They need to. They need to find their a, a new identity. Like, like I saw that. Um, I think it's PW Insider reported that like there have been talks internally about like changing the NXT logo and the lighting and stuff, mm-hmm. and like making some changes with the roster. But I, I think I think like 
like a cosmetic change might be necessary too. Because yeah. <laughs> like it's just so dark. Do you house. think they need Holy. to make it match more the main roster feel? I don't think it needs to be as bright as the main roster roster, yeah. but like it's Maybe like it's just big. so dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so dark and like dark small. and grungy and like it just seems cramped. Metal. It seems cramped <laughs> in there. It seems musty. It seems like it's really hot in there. <laughs> it's Florida. <laughs> to be honest, it looks like we're in 2300 Arena. It does. <laughs> I feel like that has like... more people. That, that, that'll be, <laughs> MLW Yo, that has MLW had it a lot more better at NXT. They got like those like three row bleachers, and that's it. <laughs> like it looked way better too. If you watch like Battle Riot, like it looked better than NXT mm-hmm. looks on on TV. That's funny, man. So I. Uh, it's, it's tough for me because I do think they need like an aesthetic change, but I can't imagine what that'll look like if it's not just them trying to mirror what's on Raw and SmackDown. And I don't I want that. Want I don't want like big LED screens, you know. <laughs> yeah. I like the I like the barricades that they have, like that the with the like plexiglass and the steel cage kind of behind it. Like I kind of like what they have that. It makes it look kind of cool, like a hockey game or some shit. But eh, it, yeah, it's too dark in there. They need to change that up. And like we said before on the show, implement some more people on um on NXT. Throw Dolph Ziggler on there or some shit. Throw Bobby Roode on there. Throw or have people like be part time NXT. Like you know why, why can't we do that? Like have like veterans go down to NXT, but also be on main roster. Be just kind of like part time and doing like a duality thing. No, that's, that's not like possible. Duality brain. You don't like that? Because that is never continuous. Yeah, I get I get that. And it's never. Oh, like, they never. They never, never do like in the way trade, that makes. Right? It, yeah, they never do in the way that makes it like Pick intriguing. Mm. Uh, it's it's a lot to figure out with NXT, and just WWE as a whole as we move move for, further in the year. It's getting weird out here, man. Um, and I'm gonna go out on the limb, make an S two C prediction. I'm gonna say that in the next release wave, Keith Lee will be released. That's my S two C prediction. Actually, just got a win too. That actually, that would be that would be peak WWE to have him get a win of the cross. Probably the NXT champion yeah. they get released. <laughs> yeah, probably next week. We'll see. Uh, that's sad to see, man. Um, speaking of our titles on the show, man, when, when are we gonna decide this? Uh, when are we gonna decide this? This S two C title. I mean, NPC title. I'm sorry. I'm look. I'm about to look up the Rampage card. To see if that's to see if that's uh, uh something we can throw our predictions out on. Uh, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Do y'all think Punk popping up this Friday? Punk. Um, I think Chicago. This is this is in Pittsburgh. Is this, oh yeah, this is Pittsburgh. Okay. The My one, the one next year. week's in. Uh, that's right. That's Chicago. right. Chicago, or the one the week after this one. This is Chicago. People are going to expect Punk to come out to be crickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we, we have sound effects now. We got soundboard. Yeah, how the hell did you do that shit? <laughs> how the hell did you do that? Magical. I like it. <laughs> Share the details but, uh, later. But, uh, uh, I think we have. Uh, I think. What? I, what if the they just had like the? What if they just had the shit kick off with like CM Punk, like? Cut all the bullshit. <laughs> like, that honestly be kind of fire. <laughs> to this, like we know you we, like you know he's here. We know he's mm-hmm. here. Let's just get out of the way. He's here. <laughs> he comes out. <laughs> they would they would not let that nigga cut a promo. He'll oh yeah, a promo. they would just say, like, 
They need to, they need to carve out like 15 minutes just for like, like all the, the holy shits and the CM Punk chants. Right, crazy. Fuck you, Vince chant. Oh, oh man. Tony Khan chant shit. We're gonna get everything. Oh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna have the Jaguars feel. So like let's start the season up, but he's he's probably more, definitely way more focused on AW <laughs> the Jaguars. So let's see what we got here. Oh man, they don't have a card for Rampage. Oh, All I know is Red, Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. All we know is Red Velvet and Britt Baker. All right, so look, boom, this is what we about to do, man. This is what we about, about to bet on this. We gonna settle this title. We gonna settle this title. Between these AW shows this week, primarily AW Dynamite this Wednesday, we got okay. three matches. Three matches announced, meaning we could we could potentially have a winner here. You know, it's, it's not it's probably not going to be a tie. We got Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero versus Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy with Orange Cassidy. I'm sorry. We also got the Good Brothers taking on. The Dark Order's Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. And then we got Jericho Wardlow. I think that's obviously the one match that's like a guarantee. The other two, though, I mean, oh, shit. That's for the Impact Tag Titles, too. The uh, Good Brothers versus the Dark Order. So, eh, I could kind of see them going going the separate ways for um those other two matches. I don't know. Do y'all think it's too predictable? Hmm. I think uh, I think with the Jericho match, Jericho's gonna win that. Yeah. He's gotta, yeah, know. I was saying like that's the obvious pick, but yeah. as far as the other two, you think they could it's a fair chance for each for each choice? What'd you, you say? Say it again. You say Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander and the Good Brothers, Carl Anson Luke Gallows versus Evil Lundo. Oh, I'm sorry, Evil oh, Lundo, yeah. Stu Grayson. But they can go either way. I think Evil Uno and Stu Grayson take it against them because I, I think they need a win. Like like oh wait, no, this is for the impact championships. Impact tag, yeah. Okay, never mind. I'm going. I'm going cards. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, so now I don't know if I really want to put the title up. Yeah. I don't know. We gotta have a champ. I think, I think Chris Statlander wins against Nyla. So. What you think, Dylan? What are your predictions? Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with uh. Wait, who'd you say? Who'd you say, Chad? Chris Statlander against Nyla, and then uh. The Good Brothers versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Chris Allen is the alien. I like her. I think she's right. too. So y'all got the same picks. All right, never mind. No, no NPC title. This shit is vacant, yo. It's vacant. It, it it's is vacant. 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 I'm vacant. vacant. We're, We're champions. We're champions. All right, All right fine. Champions. Y'all can be co-champs. Y'all co-champs. Fucking Billy and Chuck head ass. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> y'all Billy and Chuck right now. That's it. <laughs> We're the two-man power trip. Yeah, we're, all right, uh, yeah, y'all stone cold. All right, y'all can be stone cold Triple H. That's a little more respectable. Hopefully, hopefully we don't tear quads. One of us doesn't tear quads. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, don't don't speak it into existence. <laughs> no, you know what y'all are right now. Y'all with fucking Batista and John Cena lost the Rumble. Oh no, yeah, both like <laughs> fucking. Oh, are you, 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 I'm running out. I'm running out. I can take off your quads. I can take off your quads. Telling y'all like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> just sat running down, down to the ring. Like, that has to be embarrassing. 
He's, he's insane too because he walks the back on his own power. I love how when he got in the ring, he just like folds his arms like hmm. he's like this. He said, "I want a solution now." Yeah, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is they've been trying to recreate that like finish, but it's like impossible to do at the same time. And they did that like by accident, like both both guys hitting at the exact same time. Like, I, I remember they tried to do that with like uh, Luke Harper and AJ Styles before. Mm. Uh, I think it was like close to WrestleMania, like a number one contender, and they both. I think they both actually hit at the same time, but then they like had like AJ Styles beat him like the next week. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I do remember that. I remember Luke that. I was like super over at that time. I was mad because I was like, they should have done like a, a a white family a triple threat between him and Randy Orton and Bray, and then they did that like shitty ass match with, like bugs projected on the ring. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa! Look at Bray Wyatt's superpowers. That shit was terrible. Man, Bray Wyatt did a lot of terrible shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> he did a lot of terrible shit. Bray Wyatt used to be a graphics technician before he... <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of shit he did was terrible. Like, some of it was not his fault, but, like, it was terrible nonetheless. Um, poor Bray Wyatt, man. I was just kind of thinking about how he's had a pretty bad, like, rough year, you know? Um, he has, he has. His, one of his best friends passing away, Brody Lee. Getting released. Honestly, praise out to him, man. Oh, that was such a somber segue. Yeah, <laughs> it was. We're, I, I wish him the best. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I, like, so I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just kind of thinking about it like earlier. I wanted to bring it up because I mean, we talked about Bray last week, but you know, I feel like we didn't we didn't really dive into like his um his career as a whole. You know, I feel like I'm gonna miss him a little bit. I'm gonna miss his character. And I don't know. I just wish him the best. Shout He's very Bray. creative. Yeah. Like I said, I want to see him do some movies. Man, wrestling. You was cool in wrestling, man. It don't got to be your life. Unless this is like what you what you really just see yourself doing for the rest of your, rest of your um, man, days. Man, he was born in wrestling. Mm-hmm. IRS was his, was his daddy. Yeah. Uh, he need to go to Impact. Oh, I was going to say, who's his daddy? <laughs> like, IRS. <laughs> the wrestling. IRS the wrestling. <laughs> um, hey, hey, if he, maybe if he uh, doesn't have his taxes, maybe the, the real IRS will be his daddy. <laughs> but I, I don't wish that on him. <laughs> yeah. All positivity towards Bray. Um, anything else this week? Are we good here? Are we rapping? I guess I so. Think, I think we did. I think we covered all the subjects that were changing. That's what we're wrapping up. Yeah, I guess no more subjects to change. All right, y'all. Well, um, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 23 of S2C. It's been your boys, the Fab Three. You can follow me on Twitter at Vince McMahon's. And you can follow the pod page on Twitter and Instagram at sub the number two change pod. And check you out did. the artwork that Dylan did. Oh, yeah. Too. Shout out to our artist, Hi, our man. fucking Michelangelo over here, man. Putting up that dope Samojo graphic, which uh, I think is the perfect. It encapsulates all of our opinions perfectly on getting cross out the fucking paint. You know? Get that nigga out of here. Get him out the paint, man. <laughs> but yeah, more definitely more content to come on the Instagram. We'll see what we can do. But uh, where can the people find y'all on the social medias? You can find me on Instagram or Slim Villain. You know how to spell that. So. Yeah. And follow me at Chad Delphin. Uh, how do you spell that, sir? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, you don't gotta spell it. But um, 
all right y'all yo thanks for tuning in um y'all be surprised that where i gotta show you these metrics for who we listen to our show some weird it's uh weird areas be crazy but thank you guys i'm gonna hear that after the show all right thank you guys have a great week next week we'll be back to discuss the um next wave of released talent as well as uh AEW rampage's debut on friday nights so i'm looking forward to it um yeah have a good week doses peace we do